Well, I hope if you're listening to this, you're having a good 2021. This is the first uh, audio segment that I've recorded this year. And I think if you're like me, hopefully you're optimistic in regards to what this year can become, what we can do individually or uh, with others to make things better, whether it's at home or at work or at a church or another uh, public social forum. And, you know, I didn't get really big in to the New Year's resolutions. And I'm not sure if you have or not. I, I've found in the, in the past that I would write all these stuff down and I wouldn't even make it out of January before uh, I'd failed at nearly half of them. And sometimes when I would, I would, I would stop trying for that particular one. This was years back. And I said, well, oh, well, I've already, I've already messed up. Uh, better luck next year. And that's why I just stopped doing the, the resolutions. Now, I know some people do them, and it works for them. But we can do resolutions every day of every month of every year of our lives at any time, any time in the day. We don't have to wait till the beginning of the week or the beginning of the month or the beginning of a year uh, or even the start of a day. Sometimes people will say, uh, I'll wait till tomorrow. They're going to wait for this day to be over and then start it tomorrow. Sometimes they forget. Or this is the last week I'm going to do this. Or next week I'm going to start doing this. You know, whatever it might be. And sometimes people want to quit smoking or quit drinking alcohol or uh, start working out or start eating healthier and start reading the Bible more, start praying, start going to church, uh, reconnect with friends or family, you know, uh, try to start a relationship, try to call people up to rekindle an old flame, or even an old friendship, or sometimes it's finding somebody that we have been meaning to apologize to, you know, and whatever it is, whatever you've put off for years, whatever I've put off for years or months or weeks, you know, whatever, whatever in general we've put off to do till later, when the thought comes in our mind, some would say that that's the Holy Spirit bringing back to remembrance what we should already have done and what we need to do. And sometimes, maybe before we weren't ready to do some of those things, or we didn't want to, or we didn't even know how. 
and I was speaking to somebody over the last several months and he was like you know he was like I don't even remember who it was now I'm trying to it was a good friend or a good family member and I just remember him saying like we're never really ready like it is we pray and then and then just start trying to make it happen you know and it's not like it's not like i pray and then trying to do something about it doesn't mean i don't have faith in that regard now that i guess it all depends on the subject matter because I guess when Abraham was praying for, well, in that situation when uh, the whole Abraham, Sarah, and Hagar uh, story, but that's a little different because he was given direction on how that would happen, and then he chose another way on how to how to bring forth. Uh, uh, offspring, you know, uh, he had a child with Hagar instead of Sarah, and uh, and he loved Ishmael. Ishmael was the the child, and with Hagar, and which was Sarah's handmaid, he, he loved Ishmael, and he prayed for that the Almighty would bless Ishmael. He said, "Oh, I'll, I'll bless him." He was like, "But." Uh, the line is going to come through Sarah. And then she finally did have a child, and they, they called him Isaac. And uh, that was the line of the Christ. And I think, I think maybe some people forget, like, Ishmael, he was still blessed. Like, he became a mighty nation. Like, and nothing wrong with that. You know, with... It says in the Scripture... You know, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna bless him. And it's like, but the specific promise of the Messiah is gonna come through Sarah. So, but well, the point on all that was, sometimes I've prayed in the past, and then I'm just sitting around waiting, waiting for it to happen, and I'll give all these indicators like in my mind, like thoughts on what I should do could do to make it happen and I still don't I was like no 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 uh, if it's gonna happen he you know he'll uh he'll work it out for me and it rarely does and I think I think I think the advice that person gave me was when we want to wait that this was actually speaking to, to someone it's like it's like you know when I wait for the right time to to say something or when I think I have the right words is like I keep putting it off he's like sometimes I just have to call someone and start talking you know say a prayer and start talking and you know there's there's ways in the scripture on how we can do things you know with the spirit of meekness and wise and loving and uh 
if someone's going through something and we've went through it, we might be able to share with the spirit of meekness. And if we're still struggling with something, we can still speak to that person, but we possibly in a different manner. Like, if I'm having problems with something and someone else is having problems with something, I'm not going to bust in someone's house be like, hey, you need to start doing this and stop doing this when I'm doing the same thing. However, if it turns out in conversation, I say, you know, I got the same problem. I've, I've tried this. It hasn't worked. I've tried this. I'm currently trying this. Uh, what, what have you tried? You know, any, you, we might be able to help each other. And I don't, I don't know if, I know I haven't done that that much. I'm just thinking about it. It just seems that, especially within Christianity, we'll try to help people just with verses and telling them what they should do instead of really asking them what what have, what have they done so far what's worked how well did it work what are you thinking about doing now and then maybe just saying well here's a couple couple things that's worked before for me or someone that I know then we won't seem so pushy we won't look as judgmental you know or if if we're trying to help the brother or sister with a, a speck in their eye and then we've got a, a beam in ours. You know, Scripture also mentions to take care of that and then we can see clearly to help them with theirs. And uh, there's other parts that's basically like take care of yourself and, uh, you know, do that and then if you do end up sharing once you've taken care of your spiritual battles, then in the spirit of meekness, uh, lend some counsel and advice. Anyways, you know, it's a new year, and I just, I had some thoughts on, on my mind tonight, and I just wanted to share them. And this is me just getting a little more personal. I share this with some people that I know, and I know it's out there for others to search, and I don't mind that because I don't just say something. I try to not just say something just to say it, like, oh, hey, here's a fantastic story, or, hey, look at this information I've read and am sharing with you. But I hope it, like, if I share something, I hope it's for the good of somebody else, you know? And especially when it's personal stuff. So, out of high school, I made some bad decisions. And I didn't realize it. But they, those decisions affected the rest of my life. And I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe how just... Just a couple years out of high school, I made so many bad decisions. Selfish, vile, disgusting. I just, I look back and I think, you know, what, what was I thinking? You know, what, what in the world? And it's like in the book of James when he, he's talking about how he, you know, he, 
we think we know who we are and then and we're really not that person we're, we're someone else and uh, anyways I just I remember I remember feeling shame hiding from people uh, discontinuing contacts with family or friends and just kind of like staying unavailable for a long time and now after all these years like I'm trying to reconnect with people and I was able to do so over Thanksgiving this year with some people I know and I just thought, I was like, how did I lose so much time? Like, how in the world could I have went this long without talking to my friends or even certain family? And it was shame. And it, I'm pretty sure we've all experienced shame. And I'm trying to come out of that. Like, I feel like I've come out of it a lot. And it's, 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 a, it's a false sense of self-pride where either we don't want people to know what we've done or, or we don't want them to know what we've not accomplished. And, you know, it's... It's like all the stuff that we avoid people on holidays or other events, like sometimes they just want to just see us, you know? And I know sometimes they'll ask us questions like, hey, what are you up to? And if you're not up to anything, it, it might feel like they're, they're getting nosy, digging in your business. And uh, what do they have to know that for? But really, have you ever asked people questions just to just to kind of see how they were. You weren't trying to be nosy. So giving them the benefit of the doubt, maybe they're not trying to be nosy either. Maybe they're just trying to, to chat, whether it's small talk or they genuinely are interested. Now, some people, they're, they're nosy. And, uh, but if you notice, when some people are nosy about something that you don't mind talking about, it doesn't really matter. It's just about the stuff you don't like to talk about. And, we, you know, it's very difficult to control the variable of other people, especially when it comes to conversation. And if you're like me, you don't really like to uh, talk about a bunch of bad stuff, and sometimes people will bring up topics that, you know, they're just not the best topics to talk about. And they try to pull you in and, you know, you just, well, I, I just try to find a, pol a polite way to, to get out of it. Um, you know, it's, each person's different on how to get out of it and, and what to say and even just changing the subject. But 
I just wanted to share because it's such a it's such a big topic and for me if I would have known how to like I lost so much time and I didn't realize it until this again this past Thanksgiving that went by in November and I was just thinking like how in the world did I lose so much time and I remember an elder telling me years back years back it was like it was like you are going to wake up and you're going to see all those years gone and you're going to wonder where they went he's like that's a good thing he's like don't don't think about all the years gone it was like just be glad you recognize it and then just enjoy the rest of what you got. And it's like, and I felt like I was doing that the, the, during the fall, fall and uh, mid and, and the start of the winter. It was like, I was just kind of like waking up from just a sleep, like a slumber. And I was just thinking like, what? Hello? What, what's going on here? Like all the stuff that I cared about what other people thought about me. And it doesn't mean, like it doesn't mean I, I act up. Because, you know, some people will act up when they go out and they're like, I don't care what other people think about me. Like that's, that's different. Like I'm not going to be rude and inappropriate out in public or even in, at home, but... Like, caring too much about what people think about you, so much so that it becomes an unhealthy obsession. Or you avoid friends or family based on you, them, you not wanting them to know that you don't got anything going on in your life right now and you feel embarrassed and, uh, or you've done something wrong. And, you know, this is another thing. We do stuff wrong, and people know about it. Our, friend, our, our family, our loved ones, our associates, maybe people at work, they know, they, they know we've done wrong. Really, they shouldn't uh, pick on us. They shouldn't make a big deal about it. Um, well, I guess that's also with the situation, but I'm just saying, like, Somebody does something embarrassing, and then some people just don't let them live it down. And, uh, or sometimes we do something and we, I'm not saying anything illegal, I'm just saying like we do something and we're like, I wish I hadn't have done that. And then like there's all these people that, that know and you get embarrassed about it. And, uh. It's so much energy that's wasted. You know, it, accept it. If I had accepted it, I'm not telling you to accept it. I wish I had just accepted it, owned up to it, said, okay, I committed these sins. I did these wrongs. I didn't go do anything to be successful at an early age. And uh, avoiding people just so I wouldn't because I didn't want them to ask me what I've been doing or what I've not been doing. And then uh, some of those people passed away 
you know? And I just avoided them for, it's really not a good reason, you know? And so I met up with a buddy I went to high school with. He's like, what you been doing? And I was like, and I just kind of shared with him. And he just kind of listened and he shared with me what he did. And, you know, it was just, it was just nice. And so I just like to mention, I don't want to take too much more time on this. Because, well, you got stuff you guys got to do too, you know. But if there's someone that you want to say something to, whether it's just to apologize or just, just to say, hey, you know, there's no better time than right now to at least try to initiate it. There's so many different ways to try to find people online and everyone's just trying to connect with people. You know, it's just, it's, it's an easy time to do it in today's society. And, uh, you know, if you're in Christianity and you, you know about the importance of forgiving others and asking forgiveness to others. And that's how we're forgiven. You know, forgive us our sins as we commit, uh, forgive those who sin against us. And it's a requirement. You know, and I don't know if a lot of us realize that, but I had a Jewish friend of mine that every year, like every year around the same time, like the end of the summer, early fall, they, they forgive everybody. They take, in like a month, they have a month-long time where if they, if, I mean, scriptures say, to forgive people right then and to forgive as much as as is need as is needed and some people don't do that some people will just want to shun want to not forgive want to remember the wrongs that were committed against them and i know some wrongs are tough to to deal with that's how the enemy does it. He makes it to where people do such bad and vile stuff, we don't want to forgive them. But by not forgiving them, I mean, we don't have to be best buddies. We don't have to invite them over our house and have tea or anything like that. But, you know, the people that don't forgive are the ones that hold it in, and it hurts them and affects them more than the other people. Now, if, if you yourself or you know someone who they haven't forgiven people and they're just like, I'm fine, I'm good, I'm not thinking about them at all. Well, you know what? They're one of the few people that I have ever met that that it's happened with because everyone that I know who hasn't forgiven and who holds that grudge or that burden with them, it, it's a burden. They just keep that until they get rid of it or the end of time. I mean, it's just, 
it's such a strong emotion that is so difficult to get over. And, and you look at them and you think like, that was me back before I was able to, to get rid of get rid of it. It's poison. It, it tears up the mind. Take it from somebody who I have not forgiven people for over a decade. And there's still people. I'm still trying to, like, rack my brain to, you know, sometimes I'll pray, like, um, like, what else do I need to do? Who else do I need to forgive? Is there anybody? Or maybe just sometimes I'll just be thinking about it, like, I'll think of a memory. I'm like, oh, I've did that person wrong. How, how do I even get a hold of that person? You know, sometimes I'll... All you can do is try. If, if you can't get a hold of them, you tried, you know? And if, if, you're in, if you're in the faith and you're under the impression that you don't have to try to forgive people... It's the basis of the gospel message. And I think, I don't know how we haven't been taught more about that in churches, but uh, it's so important, you know? Anyways, forgive and we'll be forgiven. And sometimes it's easier said than done. And If someone's passed away, what I've done, uh, well, I've either wrote something down on a piece of paper and then threw it away. All right, that's closed out. Or I said a prayer with them involved. I was basically like, hey, I can't, I can't reconcile this with this person because they're no longer on this planet. You know, they've passed away, but I forgive them, and I forgive. I'm sorry for everything I've done to them, and I ask forgiveness uh, for what I've done to them, and I forgive them for everything they've done to me. And sometimes the best way to have reconciliation is to have it with our Creator and Redeemer, and then ask how to make things right. You know? It's like, have you ever said a prayer and you got an answer back and you didn't like it, but you knew it was the right answer? Like, you know, that's... That's the Holy Spirit speaking to us, giving us the answers on what we should, should do, and, you know, we shouldn't reject that. We, it, when we do it, it makes things more difficult. You know that. And I'm not a, I'm not talking like I, I know everything. But I was looking through some old yearbooks, and I was like, how did I lose touch with all these people? And, and then I, you know. We lose touch. Maybe we want to try to lose touch. And then it's difficult to get back in touch. And I was looking at all the people that either 
picked on me or that I kind of had a grudge toward. You know, there was some bad blood there. And I was like, this is all silly. Like I wrote stuff in the yearbook. I was just a kid. I started erasing stuff that I had wrote. And then I tried replacing it by writing good stuff. And then I tried praying for those people. So much of this stuff is petty. And I'm not saying what, what's going on in your life is petty. I'm just saying a lot of stuff that I've done has been petty and for no good reason. And if you can relate, you know what I'm talking about. You know what? We have today and every day that follows that we wake up to make it right. And, every, you know, it didn't happen in a day, so it may take more than a day to rectify some situations. Even thinking about how to go about it. I hope I've shared some encouragement on how to do it. And if anybody's listening to me that I've done wrong and I haven't asked forgiveness for, please reach out and I will try my best to make amends in whatever way that you think is best. If it's more than just saying, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And uh, I forgive you for everything you've done even if you don't remember or I don't remember. I just want the slate to be clean with everybody that I know. And I just want to share that with you. And I pray that you can uh, accept the Messiah as your Savior, ask forgiveness for your sins, be saved, forgive others, and uh, be written in the Lamb's Book of Life and be saved and, and live on the new earth and inherit eternal life and eat from the tree of life and just live in eternity. Just, it'd be great. Visit heaven, get to meet the saints and just a joyous time. Praise and honor and glory to uh, the Savior, to the Savior of all. It'll just be, it'll be a great time in the history of everything when that happens. Peace and Christian love, I pray.